It's time for the Kernel Mania podcast with Mike, Spencer, and Ace. And Spencer, welcome everybody to the Crundle Mania podcast, please. Are you asking me to welcome people or are you saying what? Hi, welcome to the Crundle Mania podcast. Yo, man, this is a nice beverage I'm having right now. Just wanted to make that clear to the audience right away. Your boy Mike here. Nice talking to you guys. That's Mike. I'm Ace. And uh, if you hear us say terms such as crun or crund or crundle, that means marijuana because it's legal here in Canada. And that's just what we call it because all the other weed wrestling name podcasts Aiken. So I hope you enjoy it. It was a good day. How are, how are your guys' day, Mike and Spencer? Uh, yeah, my day was uh, it was pretty solid. I... Uh, uh, had a decent little walk and uh, just played some video games and yeah, it's typical quarantine esque or just lockdown day. Not really quarantine, but you know, what well, you know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hundred P, hundred P. Mike, did you get up to anything? I went to the park for an hour. I took a forty milligram chocolate bar that was very strong. I think it I think it was an indica. Yeah, I hopped the disc around for about an hour. Did some other things, and now I'm enjoying a Georgian Bay Gin Smash beverage, my first uh, piece of alcoholic beverage since self isol excuse me self isolation has started. And quite honestly, I'm liking it. I've got a six pack in the fridge, and there's a chance I go through all six tonight. Well, you know that's what it's all about on the Crumble Mania podcast. You are now listening to the wrestling podcast. You should be talking about Cracker Cold One light up do whatever you want to do times are weird right now we're going to break down AEW. we're going to break down nxt we're going to do some social media shout outs give our clapper crapper knee slapper uh mike you usually kick things off with aew i'm fine with you hopping right into it unless you guys got anything else you want to say no uh, i think we can just get straight into it so aew dynamite tonight started off with cody with an opening promo putting over the tnt title again less than a year in adding another championship to the organization liked that bit moving on we go to vignettes from sammy guevara and darby allen about their opener for the tnt title tournament which kicked things off tonight and i know that ace has some strong feelings about my boy darby allen but we'll we'll get to it in a minute Wait, just i just to- want to say that was a really good match yeah it was that was a tremendous match well i mean it was another like relatively well it wasn't a short match but it was a fast-paced match much like the, the match they had at revolution but i like that it was longer than the match it was my favorite mb arena match so far that's a big bold take but i gotta say it yeah, I would agree with that. That was pretty solid. I, I would put it right up there for sure. I definitely and agree. And if you're listening right now and you didn't see AEW, uh, Spencer didn't either, so you're not alone. Throwing me under the bus is not cool, okay? You guys get to experience it together is what I'm saying. Throwing me under the bus. Hey, Spencer's a loyal A. Well, not. I mean, Spencer is a supporter of AEW, and uh, I know he likes some of the guys on the roster. I don't know how you feel about Darby Allen, Spencer. I don't. I don't. I don't remember you recall, recalling you saying you were a fan, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, not a huge fan of uh, 
Darby Allen, but not a, like I don't hate him. Uh, he doesn't do anything for me yet. Maybe, maybe if he uh, like has a good run here, might w- might win me over. I don't know, but uh, eh, it's my response to Darby Allen at this current moment. But I do. You're right. I do like um, AEW like a lot. There's there's a lot to like about AEW, and uh, a few of my favorites wrestled tonight. So we can talk about them later. But uh, yeah. I think he's got a – you got to go over the match because, like, Spencer, this thing was pretty epic. It, it had some great spots in it. Tony Schiavone, Le Champion, Chris Jericho back on Dynamite. Take a look at what's going on now. Sammy goes head first to the apron, and Darby's in the ring looking good. Watch out. Oh! oh! It's a Lope. Did you see that? Darby Allen has such speed with this Lope, but it cost him as Sammy was able to get out of the way using his own speed, and Darby crashes into the guardrail. Let's take another look at that. Yeah, I definitely did, and before we go any further, I'm the biggest AEW mark out there, so I'll pretty much like a lot of this stuff. Not all of it, though. We'll get to some of it. You are the AEW boy. You know, I'm a banner. I'm a supporter from day one. I, I just like the equality. I like everything about the promotion. Anyway, first match, Sammy Darby. A lot of really cool spots in this one. We started things off very similarly to the Revolution match with Sammy G hitting a high spot on Darby before the match even starts. Uh, he hit a, he hit a, a dive onto a ladder on the outside. There was no give to this ladder whatsoever. That, did, that looked like it hurt quite a bit for both men. Sammy takes, excuse me, Darby takes off Sammy's boot like in the corner and just like starts giving him an ankle lock without his boot on. So Sammy wrestled the rest of the match with one boot, very similarly to how Eddie Guerrero would sometimes like take, loosen his boot to get out of like an ankle lock or something like that. So that happened. That was pretty badass. And then Darby wins with it with the Last Supper, which is that like maneuver that it's it's just like it's a it's a school mop like it's a version of a schoolboy almost. I mean, just like a. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's just like a modified roll-up. Anyway, he won the match with that, and uh, yeah, moves on. Ace, let's hear your thoughts on on. Uh, I know you're a fan of Sammy G after this match, but let me hear your thoughts on both men because uh, I know that you got some strong feelings about my boy Darby Allen. Well, Darby Allen, man, I just don't have it for him. But you know, someone on Twitter said I'm a bit of a jack for these hot take opinions, but whatever. I just don't. You know, he's just wearing the Daisy Dukes, the tights, the puka shell necklaces, the face paint, the bleached hair, the edge. It's just a little much for me. And Sammy G, man, I I wasn't really into him either. But then after this match, I was really getting behind him. I I was like shaking in my head. I dropped dropped my jaw when he did that uh, flip off the rope into what seemed like a stunner or a neck, neck breaker there. It was a really good match. Yeah, it was a great match. Hot opener for the show tonight. Big fan of that. Next, we moved on to Matt Hardy. Uh, He was doing a vignette on the Inner Circle, but then he switched from Damascus Matt Hardy to OG Matt Hardy, and he was talking about his, like, relationship with Chris Jericho from WWE and stuff. I thought that was pretty interesting. Kept the storyline going there. Next up, we had Kenny Omega versus Alan Angels, and you would think this was going to be a squash match because Kenny's involved, but no. Alan Angel's getting some offense in, and I actually I was impressed by him. He's an Atlanta, Georgia res- uh, resident wrestler. I thought his gear looked kind of cool. I thought he uh, he did a good job. Well, Kenny carried the match, but I, I thought that he looked pretty solid in the loss here. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Ace? Do you have any thoughts on Alan Angel's? Man, I don't know. He blew up on Twitter like uh, Spencer's boy, Justin Law, always does. 
Oh yes, Wait, Justin Law. What did Justin Law do? What? What now? Oh, he was just in action. Like uh, this Angels guy, uh, when, whenever he was out, his Twitter uh, mentions were really high, and then so was uh, so Justin Laws and Justin Laws, your boy. So we just thought we'd bring that up. He is not my boy. He's your boy. Nope. Yes, not he a is. Nope. Justin Wrong. Law, you heard it here first. Well, Ace Bondaloo can and confirm. Spencer owns a couple of Justin Law shirts. Ace Bondaloo knows nothing of what he's saying. I beg to differ on that, but we'll move on. Next yeah, up, Mike, we have keep Scorpio Sky. <laughs> Next up, we had Scorpio Sky with uh, a vignette talking about his past, humanizing him a little bit. I liked that. Uh, Spencer and Ace. Actually, let's go Spencer first here. Uh, Scorpio Sky, what do you think? Do you like him? Uh, yeah, he's okay. Um, uh, I don't really have many thoughts for Scorpio Sky, though. I haven't seen too much of his action, I'll be honest. You know, you know and hot take ace. Um, he thinks Scorpio Sky is okay. That's it. I'm pretty crunned right now, you guys. The 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 joint I have is setting in, so uh, that's what I have to say. And carry on. This is part of the podcast, baby. That's why it's different than the other ones. Yeah, all three of us crunch right now, just getting it going. I'm, I'm uh, feeling it, feeling all right, feeling good. Continuing on with this AEW recap. Next up, we had Dustin leaving a voicemail for Cody. I think they aired that on YouTube earlier. It was just him talking about the match with Kip Sabian tonight, where if Dustin Rhodes lost, then he would retire. And Dude, it was unique. It was different. I'm just saying, Cody, why do you even answer your brother's phone calls, man? Like, I sometimes get the vibe he doesn't like Dustin that much. You know, he, he, they just show it on TV. He's not answering his phone calls. Yeah, that's a dick move. <laughs> that is a dick move. But I don't know, man. I mean, they've had a bit of a patchy history as brothers, kind of, in a way. Also, Spencer, when you're laughing really hard, make sure you, you press that button down so everyone can hear those laughs because I know I'm just busting your gut. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, can you on, man? Okay, moving on from here. We had the match of the night for some people on our Twitter feed tonight. It was Orange Cassidy taking on Jimmy Havoc. And we have a lot of interaction on a tweet that I put out about Jimmy Havoc because he actually was like uh, at the face for a while of Progress Wrestling. So That's because... Independent wrestling company. The Crundle Kids know, baby. The Crundle Kids know best. This is true. <laughs> There's Fact. no doubt about that. Facts right there. Facts, okay? The Crundle Kids know all about Jimmy Havoc. The OG Crundle Kids. Anyhow, he faced off against Orange Cassidy, and Havoc is like a joint manipulation kind of guy. He does some of those dirty kind of sneaky moves. He's, he's uh, I don't know, like he's, he's kind of scrawny, but at least his gear looks a little bit better now. He's not wearing like a just a ripped T-shirt. It's more like a... I know it's something that like just sucks his body in a little bit more, makes him look bigger than he probably is. So I don't mind that at all. Uh, I mean, Orange Cassidy got beat up for a lot of this match. Shirt and jacket uses weapons against him. Eventually wins with a roll up, and then Kip Sabian beat him up after setting up probably something between those two. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't care for Kip Sabian. I've said it before, but I like this match. Uh, Ace, what do you think? 
Um, I was just glad that Dustin didn't lose men. I like him. Someone was tweeting that they thought uh, Dustin should retire after Lance Archer. And I was like, yo, let him retire in front of a crowd. Okay. <laughs> Give him that. My brother, we are not at that part of the show yet. Uh, Dustin is in the main event against Kip Sabian. Uh, this is Orange Why did you just say Kip Sabian then? He interfered. <laughs> he interfered at the end of the Orange Cassidy and we had a match. He attacked Orange Ace Cassidy. Had some fun. What else? And I was listening, dude. <laughs> oh man, what kind of crunch stick did you have there, good sir? Uh, we'll get into that at the end of the show. Let's keep it rolling about the the wrestling. Then just steamroll past what I just said. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll get to that later on. Moving on, we have a vignette from MGF. He apparently has a hangnail injury. I missed a bit of the story uh, at that time. I, I I was I zoned out for a second. I was pretty crying. So uh, I don't know. Basically explaining why he hasn't been on TV. It was fine. Then that leads into Lee Johnson versus Wardlow. And I wrote on Twitter, man, Wardlow is like. He's like a he's like a better version of Brock Lesnar in my opinion. He uses the same finisher as Brock, but instead of the F five, it's the F ten. So it's like an extra spin in the air, like the airplane spin, which is badass. He's got so much strength. This dude was a prospect for WWE at one time, and then they, he just fell under their clutches. This is a huge get. Thirty two year old Michael Wardlow. This man is the future, and I want to see them push him as much as possible. If MJF's not going to be on TV, but what do you think, Ace Bondalu? Mr. Mayhem is a terrible nickname. Dropping that. Boom. <laughs> ah, that's so true. Oh, no, I don't agree with you there. Because Dr. Death isn't that far from Mr. Mayhem, and I think that Dr. Death worked pretty well for uh, our good old uh, 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 Steve Williams. But one thing I will hey, say also, is... Hey, hey, hey. I want to tell you something. Two things while I have my brain here. Someone pointed out, listen, point. Jimmy Havoc in a feud with Luther. And I'm like, I think Luther's probably gone. And then two, I already forgot number two. Man, I am too crunched tonight. My oh boy, Ace Heavy on those crunch sticks tonight. You know he likes to get into it. Um, yeah, he was. He's no, so I'm hating this. Just kick the Spencer from now on. <laughs> uh, well, I will, especially for this uh, bit about uh, coming up about Brody Lee, because I know Spencer's a big fan of Brody Lee. Um, We'll move on. Wardlow with the squash match win. Next up, we had Justin Law, Spencer's boy, versus Brody Lee. Uh, squash match win for Brody Lee. One quick thing before I flip to Spencer here. I like that Jericho called Brody Lee. Like he said, his eyes looked like an ugly dock spider. And I and then they like zoned in on his eyes on camera. And it, he act, like it's, it is legit like creepy, like his eyes, Brody Lee. He looks like a straight-up madman. Uh, they did a vignette, too, where he recruited uh, another member to the uh, in, uh, Dark Order. Anyhow, Spencer, what do you think about where they're going with Brody Lee right now, what, the direction they're moving? <laughs> man, you asked, like, the hardest questions. Like, how am I supposed to know where he's going? Like, I don't know. He's, it's good. I like it. He's, I have comments on that. Ace Bondaloo is the highest person in the room. Um, he's the new Travis Scott. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I didn't really see much of this, so like, I, I can't really say. But I do like 
that Brody Lee's still getting squashes. Now I, I'm starting to realize, like after today, I kind of had the realization. I was like, um, AW has like a huge big man's division now. Like Brody Lee, Lance Archer, Wardlow. Like, like I want to see those guys fight each other. Like at some point, these um, squash matches against uh, Farmer's Sons are. Uh, are going to get tiring and we're going to have to see some of this um highest person in the room what is your thoughts on this oh i was thinking them? he should have been in the tnt title tournament and just got gotten like eliminated with some bullfuckery and also the dark order <sighs> come on come on for real nah you know yeah, Stephen of Dogtown, man, that's a day one follower right there. Shout out Stephen of Dogtown. He was commenting on how why he likes Evil Uno. He said he's like kind of reminds him of like an old school classic character from back in the day. I get that. I, I like, don't shout Spirit of Halloween at them. All right, I shout Spirit of Halloween at Hybrid Two and the Viking Raiders. They're a sex dungeon. That's what they are. You think that they look okay? What? Well. Spirit of Halloween, you can find that outfit for a Spirit of Halloween theme as well. It depends on your interests. Yeah, you could just go any time of year, though, to the <coughs> boutique. Yep, that's true. Good point. They're also calling Brody Lee Mr. Brody. I don't know if anybody else noticed that, but I think it's kind of like a cool little thing. But now well, they they got already Mr. got Mr. Mayhem. They got Mr. Brody. What's going on there? That's what I was about to say. Like they have two people with the first using the Mister Alias. So I don't know if I. I don't think that's the greatest decision, to be perfectly honest with you. But hey, whatever. Okay. Okay. I, sorry. I just have to interject here really fast. Um. So Ace Bonalu keeps keep bringing up Hybrid Two, um, and I have no fucking clue who they are. So I just googled it, and the uh, first, the first. Uh, thing that pops up are just two skinny white guys and then the rest of it is like golf shoes and golf attire and the crash test dummy so i have no yeah, idea two, what these guys like the two skinny um, white guys but how are those guys in a spirit of halloween then i that's that's my question if those are the hybrid two well you're not seeing them in their attire then clearly spencer they're dressed like skeletons neon skeletons no, the attire they have is they're just like in pants that have like fire looking things on them and they hold That's belts. That's just probably them in their regular clothes. No, they're in a they have they're holding belts. They're holding wrestling belts. I'm just saying I can't figure out who these and there's not even like an option to find them at the top. Like these guys are I'll, say, I'll much... send you a picture on Instagram later tonight. That's an Ace Bondaloo promise. Okay. Ace Bondaloo promise. All right, I'll take that and one. And then I'll anyway. send you the Spirit of Halloween costume to follow up with their attire. Okay. All right. Uh, sorry to interrupt, Mike. Uh, continue. Oh, good. Uh, sorry for putting you on the spot there, Spencer, about the uh, Brody Lee stuff. Uh, I just remember you saying that you were a fan of his, but I didn't word the question. No. <laughs> so I apologize. I'm just giving you a hard time. Don't worry about it. Um, so there's heat. Gonna... There's heat on the podcast. <laughs> God, heat. Me and Spencer in a Texas death match. Just Dude, wait till we tell. Wait till we wait till we look ahead and talk about the Drew Gulak match we got coming our way. But continue, continue with AEW. We got to get through this bad boy. 
Yeah, clipping along here, bubbly bunch segment from the uh, Inner Circle members. Everybody doing the flim flam, including 49-year-old Chris Jericho. Thought that was incredibly funny. And then the main event, which Ace spoiled about 15 minutes ago or so. Uh, Dustin versus Superbad Kip Sabian. Dustin wins. I didn't really watch much, if any, of this match. I don't care for Kip Sabian. And Dustin Rhodes is fine. Like, he's a good wrestler, but, like, he needs the right opponent, and Kip Sabian's not the right opponent. So I tuned out, watched Survivor, came back with two minutes left in the program to see the finish. Dustin wins. He'll face off against Lance, Lance Archer next. Uh, Ace, let's hear from you about your boy, uh, Dustin Rhodes here, saving himself from being retired tonight. I can't believe he picked Survivor over Dustin Rhodes. Wait, wait, wait. Survivor's still on? What? Yeah, because it's pre-recorded, right? Like this isn't live. They're not live on these beaches. They did it. Like uh, no, that, no, I, that's not what I meant. I meant that it it still exists. I had no idea Survivor was still like still filming. It's like I, season fifty nine or something. Yeah, it's it's that seems insane. Um, I just remember watching Survivor as a kid, and then never. I, I I'm I just never watched it since. I didn't know that it was around. So that Jeff Probst gets away, eight days off a year because of the other days he's filming Survivor. Oh my oh God! My he's God. the he's still the host. Okay, again, sorry to interrupt that one, but I couldn't I couldn't get over the fact that Survivor was still around. It's all good. This is season forty. Actually, it's an all winner season, and your boy here has seen every single season, all forty. I'm a day one fan, man. I freaking love Survivor. See, I do amazing, amazing. Good job. You That's can uh, you. find a Survivor Mania podcast. <laughs> Yeah, soon enough. Hit, hit us up on uh, social media, at Crundlemania on Twitter or Instagram, if uh, if you like Survivor. And yeah, that no, was all. Nobody, nobody, nobody is tweeting at you. Okay, whatever. I'm just going to throw the possibility out there. And if anybody wants to link on with me and join that train, final eight, baby, then, uh, yeah, shoot me no uh, TV shoot us a No TV shaming on our podcast. No TV shaming at all. Got that, Ace? Thank you. Don't fall, don't fall for that nonsense. I know. Spencer loves Justin Law, so it's fine. Day one Justin Law fan right there, Spencer. 100. Ignoring that comment, saying we're moving on. Well, that's all for AEW. I thought the show was really good tonight. Uh, what do you think, Ace? I'm going to go grab another gin drink. I'm glad everyone that you're keeping the drinks flowing heavy. Anyways, so Ace Bondaloo's thoughts... His insider opinion of the night was Sammy G, my boy Samwise, should have went over Darby Allen. Why does Darby win so much? He wins all the time. Sammy G never wins. I can't remember seeing him win. And uh, I heard NXT put on a banger as well. We only caught the highlights. We're going to recap that in a little bit. But uh, Spencer, can't believe you didn't watch AEW tonight. What were you doing instead? Uh. Yeah, I was just kind of doing some stuff at the house, and then I was watching. Uh, I just put something else on. I didn't realize the time, so by the time I realized, I was like, "Oh, I felt lazy." So I was also kind of high during the day, so that didn't uh, really help my case for moving around. And you had so things. much insider knowledge, you didn't need to look ahead. Um, I wish I had more to know that uh, Orange Cassidy was going to have a match, and he was going to try a bit crazy yeah did did Mike talk about that he definitely did 
Um, cause that was the match that Kip Sabian inter- interfered in and you thought it was talk. He was talking about the main event. That's correct. Yeah. yeah that um, was the match. Before we get into NXT here is, uh, is Mike, uh, Mike aware about the other social media comment we got? I didn't hear the last part of that. We got a couple social media comments, but this one really leads well into NXT. So I think we got to do our social media shout outs now, and then I'll toss it to Spencer to recap NXT. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. We're on the fly here. We're off the cuff. Two to one. I don't know what Spence, vo- Spence what did you vote for? Just so everyone knows. You're throwing at me to do NXT now. I thought you were doing NXT, but I'll, I got, I'll do it. I can do it. I'm doing social media shoutouts, man. This is an easy. Easiest section. I am bunned right now, okay? Uh, I got to... <laughs> bund means bund. really crumbed. More Cunsty. insider terms. Keep getting, but say it. Tell people. when If you're going to go get... Hi. Say you're getting crumbed. <laughs> Spread it around. You know what I mean? <laughs> May as well, This right? is a movement here. You're part of something by listening to this, and you don't even know it. Yeah, feel free to live your life your way, you know? Hit that Krensky to the Bunsky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, I'm ready to get into it. You guys ready for this? Yes. It's time for social media shout-outs. Social media shout-outs. Well, I'll say it again. It's time for social media shout-outs. Anyways, because the first shout-out of the night, the first shout-out of the night, Spencer, is so big. That's why. How big is it, Ace? (laughs) It's pretty big. (laughs) Disappointing. It comes from Instagram, okay? You can follow us there, at Crumblemania. And this goes to a day oneer, okay? Uh, It's from Rasta underscore Rednecks. So I posted uh, the Finn Balor Velveteen Dream graphic. So obviously I knew this match wasn't actually going to happen, but I put it out there. Uh, What do you think is going to happen tonight on NXT? And Rasta underscore Rednecks wrote us out this, and you let me know of his booking. I think it was pretty good. This is what he says. All right. I don't know if you all ready for this one. Now, me and my wife named our youngest son after Finn, LOL. That's actually pretty dope, dude. That's cool. So as bad as I want Finn to win, Dream has to win to build momentum going into the match. We all know is going going to happen, and it would be Dream versus Cole for the NXT title, and Dream takes the title off of Cole, and I'm a huge Undisputed Era fan too. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, guys, we need a cross and champa conversation to keep it up, guys. I could have misread that, or he was also really crunned. I'm pretty crunned right now, but Ross underscore rednecks, you and your family seem very nice. Uh, keep keep supporting it. We love you. I think they booked it pretty good. Uh, that's what kind of needed to happen tonight. We'll lead into NXT when Spencer breaks it down. It didn't. Uh, but what did you guys think of that? And we will talk about Cross and Champa. What did I think about what? Sorry, I haven't watched NXT tonight. I was watching AEW. About Rasta underscore Rednecks fantasy booking he sent us. Oh, oh right. Yeah, okay, sorry. I completely zoned out while you were discussing. And he wants us to talk about, well, we're still on social media shoutouts. I'm not even done. (laughs) Okay, I'll give my quick comment to the the post here. Um, I I feel like uh, 
regardless of what happens here, it's got to be Velveteen Dream on top, no matter what. Cross is fine, but I'm not completely sold on his attitude. Um, I'd like to see Dream hold the belt and carry the brand. So uh, I like a lot of what's being discussed here. And shout out Rasta Rednecks. Uh, yeah, that'd be my personal uh, thoughts on that. Yeah, I think Spencer should follow them on Instagram. It seems like something he'd be up to. It's Rasta underscore Rednecks. They smoke a lot of weed. Uh, they crun up. They're big time crunners. And they like it the bong, it seems. Spencer also like it the bong. And uh, I don't know how much I like it the bong, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, well, Spencer, are you even there? Are you still there? Or are you just. Uh... What? Yeah, of course I'm still here. Where, where would I go? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, I'm going to give you some more social media shout outs. I want you guys' reactions. Hit right on. This is the part where you talk. Ace. Yeah, I said at Rock Boy JJ. I probably didn't have my finger over the button. I uh, was talking about um, Chucky e. T and talking about how uh, he's like a bit like JBL and he could be a big time deal in AEW. And I agree. I think. Uh, the Chucky e. T could be something maybe because me and him have like the exact similar bodies, like the exact same body. I look so similar to him. Uh, what do you think about that, Mike? You're not really sold on Chucky e. T. No, I like Trent and like everybody else. I like orange Cassidy, but Chucky e. T I'm not sold on it. I don't even know what it is. They're just, whatever he's on, I just get, I just feel the need to uh, change the channel. Like, I don't know, maybe it's the body, maybe it's something else, but he's a good wrestler, but to me, he just gets overshadowed by the other two two guys in the group, and whatever. I mean, like, I just don't know where they're going with this particular team, like best friends. Like, are they pushing Orange Cassidy hey. as a singles guy? Like, what are they doing with it? Spence has some input. We got, we got a couple more shout-outs to go through. Spence, what did you want to say? He's named after a mediocre shoe. Next. Uh, at Fry420X uh, gave us a thumbs up and we're asking what do you think about Kip Sabian Michael Fry you seem like you uh, are a big time crunner we like you you're a crundle, you're a crundle boy uh, at Stephen of Dogtown all day with us he's a day one guy we love him uh, he said John Morrison vibes I kind of see that too you guys I see those Johnny Mo vibes 100% but not to the same level. I don't know. I, actually, I think I think Kip Sabian has a bit more charisma than Johnny Moe. But Johnny Moe is a better overall athlete, I would say. But better wrestler, hard to say. But I do see the comparisons. Well, uh, this one will definitely get some Spencer commentary firing, firing on all cylinders. Because if I can say this right, at Ingui Phoenix, at I-N-G-W-I-E, Phoenix, tweeted as saying Jericho's fire on commentary he's quite good at switching from just calling a match to talking as the character he represents really like this little bit of flip-flopping between versions very professional and great voice to have I agree I absolutely love that Winnipegger on that mic he's killing it uh Jericho's so good on commentary Spencer your thought oh uh, yeah of course he's great on commentary he's awesome he's been doing it forever not like commentary but he's like been working in wrestling forever um and yeah he's just he always i don't know i've always kind of liked uh chris jericho from when you start to see him you start to see his like charisma you're like yeah this guy's good i mean he's great as the heel um i listen to his song judas all the goddamn time it's a it's a classic song uh yeah those are my thoughts 
Spencer's NXT breakdown still to come. And I just want to give it a couple more social media shout outs because it's such interaction today. Uh, at at home, Jacob said uh, Wardlow makes Brock look like a girl and then sent us a really funny gif. I don't know if any of you guys saw that, but uh, it's hilarious. I laughed out loud when I saw that. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> also saw that, yes. Um, and you know what? That's about it. If we miss you, I think, you know what? Let's just toss one out to add Vic Howard, uh, Vic underscore Howard 10. She's always tweeting with us. You get one too. Uh, and let's just let's just roll on. If we didn't get to you, hey, just keep tweeting at us. We'll, we'll get to you eventually. We appreciate the day winners, and we love you. That was social media shout-out. Spencer, you ready to break down NXT? Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do my best. Uh, almost forgot to press the button there, but uh, yeah, I'll do my best. Yeah, and if it's weird, it's everyone, if you're listening, like we're using a push-to-talk button so we don't talk over each other or cough. So if it sounds awkward and you don't like it, please let us know. That was one thing I would really like you to tweet at us, not Survivor. Well, you can tweet Survivor if you'd like, I suppose. If you like Survivor, please tweet, because your boy Mike's a huge fan, and I'd love to talk Survivor with anybody. No one's tweeting. Fine, whatever. Fair enough. Let's move on. All right. Uh, we shall move, move us on. Um, so NXT tonight. Uh, yeah, none of us really saw it. Um, which unfortunate, but I mean, you can't watch every every wrestling show ever. But uh, I got a recap here, and I'll uh, I'll break it down as best we can, and give our thoughts on some of the results and matches, and go from there. Uh, so the first match on the card tonight um, was Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, so it sounds like this was uh, another kind of uh, payback match for the continuing feud between Dakota Kai and uh, Tegan Knox. Um, but uh, Tegan Knox started on the outside and Gonzalez was, the, was on the inside doing her big um, bodyguard type thing. Sorry, excuse me. Um, and yeah, so uh, Dakota Kai would only tag in if she had a had a uh, had a um, advantage, and yeah, it sounded like uh, sounded like it went fairly well between the all four ladies uh, in the match. Um, but the winners ended up being uh, Gonzalez and Knox. Uh, Gonzalez got uh, a one arm power bomb for the win. Um, yeah, I like Dakota Kai as a heel, um, and this Tegan Knox story it has been going on since War Games, which. Uh, I realize now was a very long time ago, uh, but it didn't seem like that long ago, which is kind of weird. But uh, yeah, so this this storyline's been kind of continuing on in different ways. Um, I don't really get the introduction of Shotzi Blackheart, but uh, yeah. Um, anyone uh, or Mike got any thoughts on that or Ace uh, on this first match? I'm two gins deep right now and feeling all right. At first drinks in a few months, so let's just get that right out there in the open before we even before we even continue here. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like Dakota Kai and this Raquel chick. Like she's a big enforcer, so that's cool. Um, and I really like Tegan Knox, so I'm a big fan of that. I like how NXT has a bunch of like side female storylines, so that whenever the challenger either loses or wins, there's already somebody else ready to go in line. And something that WWE doesn't do very well generally on the for our SmackDown. They don't have a lot of foresight to like push like the people that aren't in the main event uh, championship feud or not main event, but in the championship feud, so that there's not just like a gap from the feud that just ended. 
I think big things are coming for Tegan Knox. And uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, right. I, I can see that. Uh, I think it's because she's been losing to uh, Dakota Kai. So you got to think she gets a clean win over her at some point um, in the near future. So, yeah, it, uh, that would be good. I'd, uh, I'd be down to see that. They're both uh, they both are quite talented. I like both of them. Um, but we'll move on to the next match. Uh, Jake Atlas uh, versus Drake Maverick. So Drake Maverick's um, potential. We weren't sure if this was going to be a work or not. But uh, it turns out it was not. Uh, Drake Maverick did lose this match to, to Jake Atlas. Um, it was an incredible DDT was... spot by Jake, Ak- Jake Atlas. Yeah, I think that was the, uh, the winning uh, DDT spot. Um, Ace sounds like he saw it, but uh, I did not. Um, but yeah, uh, so this, yeah, so Drake Maverick was released. So you kind of had to figure that he was going to lose. And if he wasn't going to lose, I was going to be kind of shady. Um, and it was back and forth contest from the sounds of it. And uh, yeah, it uh, didn't go his way. But uh, Drake Maverick, I kind of always liked him. He made he made uh, the 24-7 belt interesting and kind of fun uh, for a while there. So uh, and he wasn't afraid to make himself look look a bit like an idiot. Like fake piss in his pants in front of the big show. He yeah. chanced it. I loved him. Yeah, he totally went for it. Totally. I liked it. Uh, Mike, what do you think? I just want to remind everyone here that Drake Maverick still has two more matches because this is a round rom. It's not a single elimination. You wrestle everyone in your bracket. So, like, we'll have to see. what If he wins even one match, I feel like it's a work. But if he loses all three, then obviously he's been released. One way or the other, uh, I, I saw a lot of people on our timeline saying that they're, like, not cool with them, even slightly teasing that this would be a work. I don't think he's not going to win one match. I think he's going to win one. Even though it's been re- released, technically, and these matches are, like, on live TV, so it's not like these were pre-taped. Yep, makes them look good. That's sketchy, man. But it's WWE. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> can't put it again. You can't put it past them. No, uh, yeah, that's that's a very good point. Um, I just learned that this is a round robin tournament, so thank you for that, Mike. Because uh, I thought that he was eliminated. So where were your that. sources? I thought you were an insider like us. You're talking to me? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to the NXT cruiserweight uh, title tournament. Setup. My sources had me on the pulse of that day one. My source is also um, happy as it broke. No, no doubt about it. I believe you, Ace. I believe Mike. I definitely believe you, Ace. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Kushida versus Tony Nice. Uh, so another match for the uh, cruiserweight title tournament, uh, interim title holder, uh, because Jordan Devlin, the current title holder cannot uh compete in this tournament due to travel restrictions uh due to the global pandemic uh going on so um yeah they uh they are having this tournament and kushida wins uh this match um which i find surprising just based on the fact i know who tony niece is and i haven't really heard of kushida but uh i mean kushida kushida's awesome tony niece is lame well, thank you. I don't know that. Um, I don't really know anything about the guys from 205 Live or the Cruiserweight division, aside from Buddy Murphy, uh, or sorry, Murphy, 
um, because he moved up. That's the only thing I know. Um, yeah, Mike, what do you got? Yeah, let's not forget, guys, that Tony Nice has got the best finishing maneuver in the world in terms of name. It's called the Running Nice. Running Nice in the corner. I think that's really funny. Other than that, Tony Nice does nothing. Nothing. It sounds like my niece is running at him. Running Nice. <laughs> Basically, I, I'm I'm a fan of Kushida winning. He's got a huge background from Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I picked him to win this whole thing. So we'll see what happens. Well, I hope that that doesn't happen. <laughs> you don't like Kushida? I want Phantasma uh, to win. <laughs> oh, El Io del Fantasma! That's my second, like, that's my runner-up right there. I big fan of him too, Jorge Bali. Nah, that guy's sick, dude. Bangers. That guy's got it, baby. Right, so we'll whenever one says Ace yeah. is a hater, he's not. He's coming up. He's coming up in this. He's literally a two segments away. If you let me talk about, if you let me talk. <laughs> okay, uh, Mia Yim versus Jesse Kamea is next. Um, sorry to interrupt you guys, but you guys were definitely going to go off on a whole long tangent, and just trying to keep us on. Um, because this is very fast. Uh, Mia Yim won this because Jesse Kamea uh, sounds like Kamehameha. Um, <laughs> didn't win. She, uh, yeah. Uh, Charlotte Flair made came to the ring afterwards because she respects Mia Yim. So it was clearly just a way to show that Mia Yim is a serious threat to Charlotte. Um yeah, and then next up we had Jack Gallagher, Gallagher against El Hijo del Fantasma. This is why this is why you guys were talking about. It. I was like, let's just get to this part before we start talking about him. So, uh, um, Fantasma wins this match over Gentleman Jack Gallagher. This is another match for the the uh, um, cruiserweight title tournament. Um, looks like he won with a Samoan driver. Yeah, so there you go. Sorry. Sorry to get to get to this point, boys, but now you can talk about uh, Phantasma uh, freely. Thank you, Spence. Appreciate keeping us on track there, man. I was going way off the rails before that happened, so we're back here. Square one. <laughs> and uh, man, Elio Del Fantasma, dude, like everybody, I'm telling you, everybody in the world right now listening to this, get on board the Elio Del Fantasma train, man. It's rolling. Woo! right through the station and it's coming it's coming quickly man he's got the best suicide dive in wrestling uh, hands down the best suicide dive in wrestling he's got great charisma he's got good size he wrestled an impact before like he's like used to big stages triple a cmll one titles in cmll and triple a just get on board the train man it's moving chug chug choo choo let me just add a little coal to that train and let me tell you that guy's got it he's got it He's going to be like Sin Cara, but he's not going to F it up. Well, for Sin Cara, the, <laughs> the language barrier was a big problem for him, man. Like, I felt bad for that guy. He just didn't get it. Like, And then they have a trampoline, and it, like, it looks so fake when he vaulted in the ring. Known Sin Cara sympathizer, Mike, from the Crumblemania well, podcast. I just want people to know that there was more than one person that played Sin Cara, okay? The second – I can't remember the guy's name. I, I apologize. His uh, – Cinta uh, Diaro is his name on the indies, but the second guy who played Sincaro was fine. The first guy is the one that kind of mucked it up. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, yeah, that's totally all good. Um, so that was the second last match in the card, but I would re- remiss if I didn't mention, I believe tonight was a big celebration for Triple H. Um, 
being his 25th anniversary or something with the, with the company and they, cause they kept advertising with like current triple H doing the triple H point to like when he was first in the, in the company. Um, so yeah, he was, uh, I think he factored in tonight, but we didn't, uh, I don't have a record of any of the, uh, promos that happened on this match. Um, but yeah, like, I kind of like triple H. He was always a great heel when I was a kid out. So I was like, Oh, I hate that guy. Girl, and then you're going to love this Friday, baby. <laughs> What's Friday? What? My sources have told me that this Friday Night Smackdown is a tribute to Triple H. 25 years. If you listened to the daily news I put out today, you would have known. Well, busted there. Sorry, Ace. Um, Okay, yeah, that sounds fun. I'm down for that. Smackdown on Friday. Um... Yeah, yeah, that'll be okay. Uh, continue on. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, I'm also assuming uh, there were some other promos tonight explaining why Finn Balor was unable to compete with Velveteen Dream and why they decided to make Keith Lee and Velveteen Dream a team. Uh, boy, that was hard to say. Uh, versus Adam Cole and Roderick Strong, which I thought Adam Cole was not coming. I, I'm very confused by everything that I saw about this. And there's no explanation in this, in this current article that I'm uh, looking at um, as to why. But uh, during this match, um, bef- as soon as the uh, bell was rung, the, uh, the Undisputed Era attacked, jumped him, um, and, the re- and the ref was getting rid of uh, Bobby Fish. And the... Um, this, this guy... Sorry, I just I just don't like him in so many ways. He has the worst gimmick in wrestling going. Uh, Damien Priest showed up um, and hit Keith Lee with his nightstick in the throat. Uh, so he made Keith Lee unable to wrestle in this match. Um, so at one point, uh, Dream was getting beat down. He was going back towards the corner. And the only person in the corner was Dexter Loomis. Um, who, if I'm remembering correctly, Ace described him as wearing khakis or something like that and not super – it didn't sound very good. Um, Can I just say, what does yes. that say about Damien Priest? <laughs> that the Archer of Infamy <laughs> hit somebody with a nightstick. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Are you nuts, bro? Do you want nobody to like you, dude? <laughs> it certainly seems that way. It makes absolutely no sense. Um, plus, hitting Keith Lee in the throat. Keith Lee's voice is like the best part. Uh, One in the throat is worth two in the scrout. I don't know what Um, that means. Speechless. Uh, Continuing along. Um, Yeah, so it looks like with Dexter Loomis' help. Dexter Loomis has jumped up on the apron. He's done. Uh, um, Dream hit the purple Rainmaker for the win. Here are your winners, the team of Dexter Loomis and the Velveteen Dream. We just saw Velveteen Dream pin the NXT champion. So uh, Velveteen Dream, uh, Ace's best boy, 
uh, one tonight with the help of Dexter Loomis. That makes me um, nervous. Yeah. yeah. I don't know I'm how just... I feel about that either. Uh, what do you got for me, Mike? So I just got to interject here quickly because I don't know about you guys, but like how many times are we going to see some sort of either like match or trifecta involving Keith Lee, Damian Priest, and Dominic Dijakovic? Like how many times have we seen these guys now? feels like we've been doing this for like six months and it's just getting a little boring. Like they have more depth than that on the roster. Like I'd like to see and somebody also Spencer, you forgot about one of the biggest things. There was like a weird promo with Gargano and his wife, Candice Lorraine. She was all silver haired and, and, and uh, bitchy now. I don't know. And they put his cup in a glass case like Mr. Freeze would do with the rose or whatever. It was weird. Um, okay. Well, like I said, I didn't have the list of promos that interjected that uh, interrupted these matches. So well, I didn't get it. I'll just say that Gargano heel is just weird in general, and his wife or girlfriend was pretty good. It made it a little less odd feeling, and uh, I think Candace they should LeRae. keep up with it. Yeah, I know who that is. I'm just bunned. I'm just crunned. I'm bunned and crunned, baby. I know what I'm talking about. I got, I'm an insider. We're all insiders, hey, okay? Don't forget, all three of us, insider knowledge as soon as it drops. Today's episode could be called Ace Doubt Spencer's Insider Knowledge. Could be. We'll see if the episode title it changes. Be, it's got time. It's got time. It won't. It won't, it won't be that. Um, but uh, that was the end of NXT. So there's your breakdown of NXT for you, Ace. Um, hey, you're right. I probably won't call it that. Yeah, um, it sounds like a decent uh, decent show tonight, although I'm very confused by a few aspects uh, of the show, with uh, especially the lack of Finn Balor, even though he was definitely advertised. Can I just say, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it sure is. I mean, that's a bit of a weird comment. <laughs> that's what I had to say. I don't know, man. That's all I had to say. Okay. Sometimes yeah, I, I can't know. tell if. Sometimes I can never tell if you got your hand on the the button and it just slipped off, or if you were actually done. <laughs> Did I slip off a lot? Like, was there just big pauses and I just wasn't talking? No. Sometimes it's just like your sentence ends like right, like like at the very e like the end of the word. Um, like like you said, continue, but it was just content. <laughs> God darn it. We're going to be shooting. This is going to sound weird. We're never going to have to do this, this again. I, this is why I told you we shouldn't do the keys. I was worried something like this was going to happen. It was an experimental podcast. Maybe that will be the title. Oh, boy. I feel like we should title this Roster Rednecks because that's clearly the best Instagram name ever. And thanks again to everybody who interacted with us on social media. And I apologize for Roster Rednecks. I zoned the F out one time I was talking about the comment because I was. They rule with Ace, man. They're Ace boys. They like Ace over there, that family. That's an Ace Bondaloo promise. That's an ace Bondaloo promise. And ace likes them back, you know? They seem like good peeps. Uh, yeah, Dexter Loomis, though, you guys. Let's get back in actual wrestling. Holy am I crun. What is this deal? He has tight gloves on and tight pants, and he has a tight haircut and a tight mustache. He's tight. 
Yeah, he's just a creepy dude, man. I don't get it. Like, he just... You just look at him, man. He just looks like a creepy guy. I don't know what to make of him. He's fine. They in named the him they Dexter named him after Dexter? Yeah, he's literally named Dexter because of the show or whatever. That's exactly what it is. There's no creativity there. Samuel Shaw Samuel Shaw is a better name in my opinion than Dexter Loomis. Loomis, man. Loomis. It just sounds stupid. It does. I agree. Yeah, I feel like I have if no was- opinion. All right, I acted the fool. That was a dick. I interrupted Spencer. I apologize. I'm just going to quickly finish my thought. I just uh, – I, I lost my train of thought. Spencer, go on. Sorry, Mike. All I was going to say is I have no opinion on uh, Dexter Loomis. He doesn't sound very interesting at all. Hey, guys, we're probably not going to do another episode of Push to Talk, are we? No, there's no way. But this is like the first cough-free episode. Every other episode sounded like we had COVID. It's just because I was smoking a joint through the episode. That's all. We all were. I was on that gin and tonic, baby. Well, I meant like the previous. That's you talking about tonight. Yeah, that's what we were talking about the previous one. You're you're talking about tonight. He's definitely on the gin and tonics. Yep. I keep accidentally clicking the button. Like I keep clicking it, and I don't have something to say, but I just click it on a tablet, and then it lights up. And then, and then it's just like an awkward pause because I I didn't click the button on purpose. No, man, you just gotta roll with it. It's an experimental podcast. We're almost done the whole thing, and it didn't sound that bad. I know when it was sounding bad at the start, <laughs> then it got good. We're figuring it out, man. We're figuring it out. That's all. Yeah. We got to do Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what's good about this? We've okay. noticed that now we know the next time we do a podcast, the echo we're hearing is somehow coming through Mike. And we're going to figure that out. And we won't do push to talk next time. Then we won't get any feedback. So we will be good. <laughs> we just have to. I like what we're doing because we're not. We're looking at who wants to talk and we'll, we're trained now. We're training ourselves. We're learning together. You're listening with us. We're learning. It's great. All right, Ace Bondaloo, what's our first uh, segment that we're going to do tonight? The first one was the awkward silence we just had there. That was segment one. <laughs> well done. I think well we should done. just leave these one press the whole two. time. Everyone just press them down, the rest of the cast, okay? <laughs> you sure. can do this. Well, maybe, I don't know. Mike's, Mike's is pretty echoey. I don't know. Anyways, let's, let's do our three segments. We do three segments. It, the first one's called the clapper. It's the one thing in wrestling we did like, and I guess it will just be based off of tonight between Wednesday Night Dynamite and on a well AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite. <laughs> don't, don't do that voice again. <laughs> what the heck was that? That didn't work. <laughs> that was that was creepy, Steve. Everybody, that was creepy, Steve. Okay. Creepy Steve showed up for a minute. Um, the clapper. I'm gonna say bye to Creepy Steve. <laughs> he just left. I'm like, hey everybody, I gotta go. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that guy. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, do our clapper from AEW Dynamite and NXT. 
My clapper is the Velveteen Dream winning uh, over Adam Cole, baby. He got pinned. I love to see it. Down with that. Always down with that. I love to see it as well. Velveteen Dream. Yeah, Mike. Who's your clapper, Mike? Yeah. I'm going to have to go with. Oh, there's so many things to like. Darby Allen, man. That's my guy. He's the charismatic enigma, except from AEW, not WWE. Ooh, you're uh, not going to like my clapper. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? As much as you guys want to hate on Darby Allen, I, I pick up what he's putting down, okay? I'm a supporter of Darby Allen, man. He walks alone. He's an anti-hero. He's like a CM Punk. I like it. And he wrestles with the recklessness of Jeff Hardy. But stop doing the coffin drop. It's dangerous. It's reckless. Take years off your career. Didn't he literally dive straight into a fence tonight? Yes, he did, because he's reckless. He's a charismatic enigma. Right on. All right, fair enough. They both did crazy things. Um, Also, for the record, I was just laughing at the voice that he made when he said that, not that it was about uh, your boy. Um, Because my clapper is going to be my boy, Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Um, I thought you were going to say Chucky T. No, no, no. Not named after a shoe. Um, Or Justin Law. Not a country boy. That's. Anyway. Um, No, Orange Cassidy. He won. He tried for a bit. His Superman punch is better than Roman Reigns because it comes more out of nowhere, and you're like, yes! Yes, Orange Cassidy. Um, And he won with a roll-up, and that's always kind of funny. So uh, everything Orange Cassidy does is a clapper for me, but uh, him specifically tonight is mine. Who disagrees with that? Nobody does. Ace Bondler is feeling great tonight. Uh, he's feeling <laughs> crying. I'm ready for the next segment. Who wants to intro that? Is it Mike? I think it is. Next, we're going with the crapper. The crapper. Something in wrestling this week you didn't like. Right, well, my crapper is Sammy G losing to Darby Allen after he wrestled his buns off, man. I was never really into Sammy G, Sammy Guevara, until I saw this match, and I was like, this guy's really killing himself for this. And the, the moves he was pulling off were crazy, man. Like, we just talk about Ricochet. I'm like, we got to talk about Sammy Guevara. Man, I'm a huge fan of Sammy G, dude. I love his entrance music. I think he has, like, one of the best entrance songs of anybody in the company. He's got charisma, and I think the wrong result happened because I never see Sam win, baby. I never see it. I think he has a pinfall victory over Dustin Rhodes, doesn't he? Yeah, but I almost thought Dustin Rhodes was going to lose tonight. Spooky. You got to get out of... uh... Got to get under that uh, fantasy land you live in there. I agree. agree. What was your next crapper, Spencer? What's yours? My crapper 
is the crappy fact that we were advertised Finn Balor versus uh, um, Velveteen Dream, and there was seemingly no real explanation. I assume there was. I guess it's kind of on us to not see it. But to advertise something and not follow through is a very WWE thing, despite the fact that that is a thing that they like to do. It's still my crapper because it's a crappy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mike, your crapper? Yeah, I agree with you, Spencer. My crapper's Kip Sabian. I don't get him. I don't like him. That's all she wrote. That's all I have to say. Well, then it's time for the final segment of the evening. It happens to be the knee slapper. <laughs> the knee slapper. Something in wrestling we found knee slappingly hilarious. <laughs> uh, Ace Bondaloo gets the uh, choice or the option of go first. All right, my knee slapper is. This push to talk option we used to record this podcast because <laughs> it didn't work as well as we thought it would. I think we lost a lot of coughs, which was great, but also lost a lot of flow. If you guys feel what I'm saying, I can't even hear your reactions right now. I bet you someone at least breathed air heavily, heavily outside their nose when I said this. I think it was funny. I laughed. You're right. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I didn't click the push to talk button. This thing's fucking me right on, man. There's no way we're doing this again. You're just going to yeah, have to I live agree. with the Sorry. coughs. We're too crunned. We can't do it. Next episode, Next episode. 99% more coughs. Well, guys, I mean, like, it's an organic podcast, okay? Like, we got to just be ourselves, and we cough. We're, we're smoking weed. Like, it's going to happen. It's just part of what happens. If people can't... can't Three insiders, inside, you know, just... Getting after it. Two insiders and Spencer, who apparently hasn't been receiving the news as quickly. I'm just kidding. Spencer's an insider, too. But evidently, evidently, the news came in at different times to the three insiders this week. He was just lazy today. Good point. That's fair. I think a lot of people are feeling that. These (laughs) days. Mike said no singing. I'm singing, still singing. There was something I wanted to say okay, at the I'm, end. I'm oh, gonna yes. Give you my, I'm going to give you my clap, my uh, knee slapper, sorry. Oh, you haven't given that yet. All right, get to no, it. Let's I finish the segment. The only one, you're the only one that's given it, and you just started singing. Um, <laughs> my knee slapper was the Bubbly Bunch Part 2. A, the fact they use Fozzie and play as their um, – not Fozzie, Judas as their uh, like videos on their like uh, title screen. Love that. That's Fozzie. Uh, but it was pretty funny and Christian and <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's it, it always makes me laugh when uh, you get to see Chris Jericho's little dogs. It's like release the hound and it's just like little puppies. You're like I would I would like those those puppies. Yeah, that's all I'll hang out with them. I'm with you on that one. I thought that was so funny. I love the flim flam thing they were doing there. But that was absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah, that, that weird TikTok uh, spoof thing. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. It's like, what the hell is Jake Hager doing dancing with his elbows so much? <laughs> yeah, I, I was cracking oh. up. I was cracking up. 
Uh, you know what? On that note, my knee slapper is going to be Jericho on commentary. I thought he had some incredibly funny stuff. I love his banter about Orange Cassidy throughout like the whole show. He's like doing that flim flam. I don't like. I don't like any of that. He's so funny. He just had a bunch of quirky lines. But like uh, one of one of our. Uh, Followers said, I can't remember the name because I'm crunching. I got it right here. It was, uh, we didn't shout her out in the uh, social media shout outs. It was Barbie Killer 830 uh, saying, I think it's gold. I'm loving, I am Jericho on commentary. What ridiculous thing will he say next? I love it. We all agree. We both love it. 100%. Thanks for the interaction. And yeah, I love it. Love me some Chrissy, Chris Jericho. Winnipeg Pride, baby. Right there. Yeah, it was great. wonderful. It's great. It's great. It's awesome. Um, anything else to add there? Sorry to interrupt you. No, 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 no. I think we should talk about uh, what we had tonight and then wrap her up and talk about how we can uh, look at to the Drew Gulak match on Friday and what we got laying on the line. Just going to grab another drink quickly. I'll be right back. Good plan for Mike. Um yeah, Mike I, just uh, leaves. If, if there was ever a time to cut to an ad, it would be now. Right. Hi, it's Ace Bondaloo from the Crundle Mania podcast, and I took out an ad on my own podcast to say thank you for listening. Sorry for the poor audio quality. We're dealing with Discord. Sorry for the insider terms like crun. But we just want to say we appreciate you listening to Three Insiders, and we're building this. We're doing this. We need to start spreading and sharing the show. I want you to share the show, not not just like once a day with a friend. I want you to do it once an hour you're talking to somebody about Crundle Mania. You're talking about it constantly. This thing's taking off. You're talking about Crundle Mania to, to your doctor. And he's saying, well, sir, I'm just here to test you. You don't need to tell me about this podcast. You say, you gotta listen. You gotta listen to this podcast. Anyways, thank you so much for listening and tell your friends about Crundle Mania. And welcome back to the end of the Crundle Mania podcast. We're just going to wrap things up here, but can you believe we got an ad, you guys, from those people, of all people? Wow, can't believe it. Stunned. Unbelievable. And we'll be honest, we took off push to talk, so it's probably sounding a lot smoother right at the end. Uh, but at this point in the podcast, we just like to say, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, we're starting a movement here. This is something, because we're all doing nothing right now, really. Like, I'm still working, but it feels like I'm doing nothing. And if you're listening to this, you're part of this. So you're doing this with us. Totally. Yeah, we appreciate everybody's support. We love interacting with you guys, man. We're just one big family here in the IWC. On the Crundle Mania podcast. But anyway, so tonight I had, I believe it was the Fireside Waba. Over here in Canada, marijuana is legal. Fine. Uh, so if you hate it, uh, probably not the podcast for you, but it's kind of what gives it the charm. So that's why we do it. We just have a little bit of that before the podcast, but that's what I had tonight. Spencer, what did you have? Uh, I decided to spring a little bit and uh, get myself some uh, broken coast. Uh, the grower is broken coast. The, uh, the strain is called uh, Ruxton. Uh, a little bit more expensive, but uh, it's definitely worth it. It's very, it's very high potency, but also like it's super good. Um, and I had my, I had packed it full, um, or packed it into a, a gram and a quarter leaf roll, and smoked that at the start of the podcast. So I'm feeling nice and good right about now. Um, 
Mike, what did you have? So uh, earlier today, I popped uh, an adorable um, white chocolate bar, 200 milligrams. I only take 40 mg's with tonight. Uh, but then uh, about an hour ago, I had some more of my uh, uh, weed star, kind of a little bit more of that. Uh, it's like a Skittles flavor. Uh, so I had that. It's called Z Kittles. Um, yeah, that was solid. Put it into a solid pre-roll. And then I had two gin drinks tonight, my first beverages in three months. So yeah, that was the roll call mm. tonight. It was all really I had good. A couple of natty, I had a couple of natty lights. I don't even want to admit how many I had, but the can looks like it came out in 1986, but they taste all right. Um, oh, nice. I hope you I had in, a peach ale. You had a peach ale? Yep. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. Let's uh, talk about our Drew Gulak bets about uh friday before we go and then we'll sign off here so uh to spice things up on the pod uh looking ahead to the money in the bank we made a couple bets based on drew gulak whether he gets in or not what happens if he gets in what happens if he doesn't get in what happens if he wins so let's break it down mike what is your stipulation with drew gulak if Drew Gulak, the Philadelphia stretcher, wins the Money in the Bank briefcase, I, your boy Mike, will run around my apartment, th- the entire perimeter, in just my underwear. Right now, Spencer, we're going to go in the order of like terribleness. Yours is probably next. What is your Drew Gulak bet that weighs heavily on this Friday, especially? Um, I believe it's if he loses to King Corbin entirely, doesn't qualify for the match at all. I have to watch the Reverse Royal Rumble, which last time we from talked TNA. about this. From TNA. From TNA, yes. Um, last time we talked about this, I was very cavalier, being, oh, that would be nothing. Uh, thinking in my naivete that this Reverse Royal Rumble or, or Battle Royale, it's Battle Royale, is it? I don't remember. Whatever it is, it's supposedly the worst wrestling match of all time. Um, there was two of them. You can this, pick either one. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I thought that these were going to be, you know, 20, 10, 15-ish minutes long. Ace told me that they are an hour and a half. So that is... They're about that. Yeah, they're about an hour and a half. Um, So that's insane. Uh, So if I have to go through that, that's going to be fun on the bun. And then my deal is if he gets in but doesn't win the money in the bank, I have to watch... Because we mentioned it every podcast, and here it is now. Bobby Lashley beat Roman Reigns clean as a whistle. One, two, three. Boom, 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 boom. At Extreme, we- extreme Rules. I have to watch that match because I say it all the time. And there it was. He beat him clean as a sheet, baby. And that's why he flipped that tire no problem. And that's why Mike's been loving him lately. I'm good to peace out. We're on Twitter, at Crundlemania. On Instagram, at Crundlemania. You guys got final thoughts? Just appreciate everyone listening and interacting with us. And really appreciate all the support. And yeah, one love. Yeah, you guys said it. And one thing I'll say right before, if you haven't done so yet, Mike dropped an episode of Crund Thoughts with the Kid. It's a new series he does where he just gets really uh, elated off of cannabis and breaks down a certain piece of wrestling history, whether it's a superstar faction title or whatever. And his first episode's out. It's on the universal title. Check it out. Right, gentlemen? Oh, yes, it's, sir. It's great. We're out of here. Talk to you on Friday or Saturday morning, more likely.